interrupt our regular program schedule to bring you the following special report. Here is a flash just received in our newsroom. We interrupt this broadcast and bring you this important bulletin. This is a special edition of the Pegasus Podcast, presented by Night Sports Now. Let's get to the UCF breaking news with your hosts, Bailey Adams and Christian Simmons. Welcome into an emergency edition of the Pegasus Podcast. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at BaileyJAdams22, at by C.A. Simmons, and at Night Sports Now. We're back with you earlier than expected because Tommy Castellanos has entered the transfer portal. Reactions, yeah, remember, uh, remember, uh, reactions, pain, sadness, sky is falling. Um, UCF's going 0 12 now. It, it, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, it's funny how we just did a podcast two weeks ago where we said, you know, we've made a list of who, uh, what players could be the Jalen Robinson of this year, the surprise shock portal entry following spring ball. Did we even really talk about Tommy? Like, can I confess all? something? Go ahead. He was on my list, and then I called an audible and didn't say his name because you like trashed me for saying uh was it uh jordan mcdonald i think i think you said nikai martinez you were like i'm not worried about any like freshman from last year and i was like all right maybe i just won't say tommy then because we did have the conversation about how like tommy wasn't necessarily like viewed as a quarterback by everyone coming into his recruiting or uh, in his initial recruiting and so he doesn't really have any tape all of this stuff that we'll get on to but yeah, yeah i, do, I, you, I owe you an apology it, I owe it's you an apology. Right. It's right I'll, there. I'm showing it to Christian right Bailey's now. Bailey's showing me the... I'll read Bailey's notes for that episode. Wait, I don't know what it says. Don't read it yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that was sheer panic. Are you like yeah, trashing players said, in your I, notes? I just didn't want you to read it because you didn't know what it said either. Can what you if read he it? Sees, yes, I can read it. What if he sees the writing on the wall that JRP is QB1 again, plus an opportunity opens for him somewhere else? We would be left with another UCF QB. What if? And so we are. Yeah. But I owe you an apology because like three or four episodes back, you brought up the idea of, oh, Tommy may be transferring. And I and I snuffed that out. I was like, I just don't see how that would be the case because for all the reasons <laughs> we just said, he and it's why this doesn't totally make sense to me right now is, listen, the writing was on the wall that JRP was going to be the starter. We had Jason Beattie on last or this week, I guess, technically, and he talked about how three days ago, <laughs> how the odds of it not being John Rice Pullman in that first game are pretty low. But we talked about how for Tommy... He was UCF was one of the few schools is very maybe the only high level school or power five school that considered him a quarterback coming out of high school schools want him in all kinds of positions on defense as a running back just a really athletic guy. So I felt that and I still do that if he was entering the portal he was giving up on the idea of playing quarterback at a high level. I also pointed out that there was he just you know it's hard for guys to enter the portal with virtually no tape and he has no significant or real tape from last year I don't think anyone any schools getting so jazzed by what they saw against Tulane which was a really tough situation for a true freshman to be like, yes, he's a quarterback. So I just didn't see how it made sense for him to enter the portal. Now, we don't know what's going on here. This was very weird and surprising. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Everyone was caught pretty flat-footed. And I should say it was Stephen Leonard and Knights 247 who were first on it. And I think that unless the big caveat is, unless there is some school that decided they want him and that's what led to this entry, I don't even think this makes sense for Tommy. I will be curious what offers he gets and where he ends up, but he was not this season, but he was, as we just talked about, seemed to be locking up second string and was in line to be the guy in 2024 after sitting behind JRP this year. He said that himself. I don't last week, last, not even a week ago, like six yeah. days ago said that, you know, he he'll be QB two and then he's the future charge on that charge on threw a charge on in there and everything guys. I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you that it does not. He will not get the opportunity somewhere else, I don't think, to start at the Power 5 level as a quarterback. I could be totally wrong. 
There could be some school that decides they love him, but from what we knew about his high school recruitment, from what we know about how schools are using quarterbacks in the portal right now, that doesn't seem likely. So I find it weird that he's making this decision now. I don't know if it really is just he thought he was going to come in and be the guy and he's annoyed he isn't and he's out. We've seen a lot of that these days. I don't know what it is, but I don't see how he ends up in a position better than he was in right now, which is why I find this so surprising. It is very odd. And I'll just really quickly read the the goodbye post that he put up and saying, Dear Night Nation, first off, I just want to thank God for everything he's done for me and allowed me to do because without him, nothing is possible. I'd also like to thank Gus Malzahn for the opportunity to be a knight. To the coaching staff, training staff, equipment staff, and academic advisors, I want to say thank you for all the relationships and memories. I will miss you all. To my brothers, I will forever have memories with. Thank you for everything this season. I love you guys and will miss you all, familia, always. With that being said, I'll be entering my name into the transfer portal with three years of eligibility left. Sounds pretty final. I mean, there's obviously like always the caveat with transfers. Like you can enter your name in the portal. If you see nothing's out there, you can come back. But that seems like a very finalized decision. That, yeah. But also, also, all that it is is if he sees nothing out there, that, that's a deleted post away from, uh, never mind, I'm back. Well, and that's the question. And, and I don't know, because it, it, it's pretty rare. Like it happens, but it's pretty rare for guys to enter the portal and come back. And I know that Gus is... Different coaches have handled it differently. Gus has pretty much been like with the, with his team, when you enter the portal, you're done. You're not hanging out in practice and all that while you're waiting for your new team. You're off the team. I think he would have a different take with Castellanos. Like if Castellanos came back in a week and said, coach, I don't want to play um, at Samford or something. Like, can I come back? I feel like Gus would probably say, sure. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like he's probably gone. And that's just that. And I... This go go ahead. If I have something to say, but it's kind of going to carry us into the next part of the conversation. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'll just say, I'm just, I'm really curious what offers he's going to get. I'm curious if this was some sort of orchestrated thing, like a school got in contact with him, because that's how this happens a lot of times. I'm curious if he really was just frustrated with he's going into year two and is still not the starting quarterback and he's out. Which I understand, but I understand it less in this situation because he really did feel like the crown prince of that room. Like everyone understood that he was next. We just talked on the last podcast that he has no real competition there. That. It's Timmy yeah. McLean, who I think could be really good, and we can talk about that too, but it was Timmy McLean, and I, I don't think Dylan Risk or Riley Trujillo really scare you, and he already just beat out McLean this camp, presumably, which we're still kind of waiting to see what happens in fall, but it just seems odd, and I'll be very curious. I don't see him getting P5 offers as a quarterback. I just don't. Could be wrong, but I don't see that happening. The only thing I wonder, and this is part of what I was going to say that might segue us into the next part of the conversation, is when you look at I mean, it's still early, I guess. The portal only opened a few days ago. But when you look at the quarterback transfers in the portal, there aren't a lot of good ones. So maybe he sees that it as a true. chance where, like, he can go and pick up an offer somewhere. And, and yeah, he can start right away. Maybe it's not at a P5. But, yeah, it's just weird. Maybe he just wants to play now. And he could, that's what a lot of guys decide. But I just it just is so – which, again, it's it, – we broke our own rule. Never listen to the press conferences. And, and the thing that, that bothers <laughs> – yeah. But just for him to say the last thing, week, he's comfortable being QB2 and he's the future. And then he's like, I am leaving. It's just the odd. thing that bothers me, too, is we talked about on the last podcast. He's a JRP injury away from stepping onto the field this year. And a JRP injury is very likely at some point because of the playing style and just the general vibe of how last year went. So it, it is a very curious thing. And like I, even in my head, like I, when you first texted me this, I was getting ready to go out and run some errands. And of course, I'm always about to run errands or running errands when UCF breaking news comes out. And I don't, maybe <laughs> that's just, I don't know what that is. But I thought like, th there's no way that this is a, a case where Timmy, Timmy McLean like secretly supplanted him as QB2. And he feels like, all right, no. well, I don't really have a place here. But there's just no way. Cause based on everything we've heard, I know don't listen to press conferences, but just everything we've heard and the general feel out of everything coming out of spring camp was that 
yeah, Tommy was the future. Tommy is QB2 this year. And we were wondering, what, what about Timmy McClain? Now it's Timmy McClain, congrats, you're QB2. And even outside the press conferences, just stuff that's been out there and everything like that, and that people who have seen some of practice or have talked to coaches have heard is that, yeah, it was, it, 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 I, there's no way that Timmy secretly supplanted him. The vibe was that yeah. it was JRP number one, Tommy number two, Timmy number three. And I'm, you know, we're big believers of Timmy McLean on this podcast. I think Timmy could be very good. I feel fully from what we know, I feel comfortable right now with the idea that if like, it's not, a, this isn't catastrophic to me to the point that like, oh my God, if JRP gets hurt, the season's over now. I think Timmy absolutely could step in and do fine. So that that's not a huge concern. It's just more. I guess the concern really is going forward because you just lost a guy who was kind of presumed to be the future of the program. And, and, you know, that, listen, he had, he had drawbacks. His size, I think was the biggest one. There were concerns about could someone that small really be a P5 starter, even though I think that that stuff gets overblown, but it's just a weird situation. And I I think that, you know, I guess enough about what Tommy's future is and more about UCF. I I mean, they have to go shopping now in the portal. You've got to add a quarterback. They're, they're not going to just stick with three on scholarship. One of those being a true freshman this year. And you, you and I talked a little bit about this, just looking at the list before we jumped on here. It's like the whoever they bring in, I think it's just going to be a body. Like, a, oh, just, there's, I, there's, there's no one no out one, there. Who... There's no one out there, and J, plus, because you, you're not you're not bringing in a starter anyway. Like JRP was going to be the starter, is still going to be the starter. So you're bringing in somebody who, honestly, is just going to fill out the room. I think, and then I think that's where it kind of opens up for next year, where your not next year but after this coming season the next transfer window once jrp's gone you have a starting quarterback opening that was going to be tommy's now it's do we need to go find an immediate starter in the portal or because i don't know what else you do unless yeah, Timmy. Timmy. I, I mean i like you said and i don't feel terrible about timmy but yeah because i don't and maybe i'm just we just don't know about with this timmy. but like i don't feel like dylan risk or riley Trujillo are the type of quarterback who you would expect to start here to be totally honest and i just i don't buy either of them as a viable option for 2024 i don't know enough about trujillo to say that yet like i don't i think he's more of the style but i don't know i don't know enough especially like a guy that is going to have to come in and start as a freshman next year like it i i think it's very interesting it is it's just it's no one expected ucf to be in the situation i don't think and i know some people have taken to twitter and say that that they, they expected this but I don't think that's necessarily the truth. Um, Someone just replied to me and on Twitter and said that, you know, he just probably had his exit interview and, you know, Hinshaw seems to want someone who can throw. And I, I guess that's a good point to add in too, is that this isn't, you know, he, this is not the OC or, or play caller he committed to, but he, he had a good arm in college or in a high school, excuse me. He had a good yeah. arm in high school. So I, I don't know why that would have been, I guess maybe, maybe he just hates Hinshaw's offense. I don't know, but it, it seemed like, and yeah, sure. I think, I mean, he committed to a Gus offense and would probably have done better in that offense, but it, it's like, there's no way you're going to go in high level college football where you can't, th- where you're not required to throw the ball as a quarterback. And like I said, he had a strong arm, so I don't know about that, but I don't know. I yeah. feel like it really just might boil down to either a team got in contact with him or he just, as with all of these high rate, higher rated guys was brought in with the idea of within a year, you'll be the guy and he's not. So he's out. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's strange for him to to do this because publicly the, the quote literally was if the, he was wanting to be QB one sooner rather than later, he says, if not, I'm going to be QB two and I'm the future of this place. Like he's seemed like in his head was already, he's like, okay, well, you know, if it doesn't happen this year, it's next year. And then now he's gone. So I don't know. It, I wonder I if mean, there what is some happened kind of team- in that. Yeah, I mean, maybe he maybe he just didn't like the way the exit. I'm, I'm very then. curious. We'll see how quickly he, he commits or something. 
Because honestly, I, I mean, may, I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe it, maybe it does come down to, because that could result in this sort of about phases. If he had the exit interview with the coaches and didn't like what he heard, maybe he was like, I'm the starter in 2024, right? And they were like, presumably. And he was like, right? And they're like, yeah, presumably. And he was like, all right, well, I need to leave then. So I don't know. I just think it's a really, really weird situation all around. And I'm just not sure what led to it. And I feel like that's just kind of where we're at is who knows. But, you know, I think from UCF's perspective, you've got JRP for this year, which, and this is exactly what I said, guys, when I was like, I don't want JRP to go get drafted in baseball. Not that that was ever like a possibility, but when people <laughs> would joke about that, but. What if he does now? Oh, God. Um, How quickly can Mikey come back from Fresno? I don't know. But it, you know, that's a good point, too, to talk about the press conference things. I it, it, That, you know, their press conferences. Mikey said he was going to play in the Tulane game. It's like, it, it's like con- press conferences are not legally binding contracts. So it's what can you do? Yeah. Wow. I, I'm just curious to see how quickly things move with Tommy in the portal and what UCF does from here, because they don't mean they're not going to have a ton of options, especially because they can't say like you mentioned this to me before we jumped on is like they can't say, hey, like the only pitch they really have to get a guy who wants to start is like you're not going to start this year, but, you know, you'll have a really good shot next year. Yeah, the issue is that the because this isn't the main like we've seen a ton of entries. I think we're at like 400 total portal entries since the spring window opened. But this window is largely, with a few exceptions, backups who are like, well, I'm not going to I don't like where I am in the depth chart. So I'm moving on. And for the quarterbacks, it's a lot of guys who get the vibe that they're losing battles or have lost battles. And those guys aren't going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not starting at school A. So I'm going to transfer to school B where I'm also not going to be starting. And it's UCF. We're sure they've got JRP who's gone after this year, but they do have Timmy McLean, who's a guy with a lot of potential who could step into that. Star. It's just not an attractive room compared to some others around the country. So I don't know what they're going to attract there, be able to get, but they have to get a body. They have to, because it's not that far. JRP will get hurt at some point, just with the way he plays. And I'm not saying he's going to, it's going to be serious and he'll miss games or whatever, but there could be a key series or a key quarter where you need someone out there and yeah, it, it, it's, you know, you never know. But then suddenly Timmy McLean's like a rolled ankle or a bad hit away from, are you really just putting Dylan Risk out there in real games this year, which is not a thing you want to do. <laughs> Man, this can't is believe, I can't not a problem here. I was expecting to have to deal with for UCF, but here we are. Yeah, I can't really believe we're here, but do we have anything else we want to, we want to get to? I yeah, I think, I think we've pretty much covered it. I There are a couple, uh, Stephen Leonard announced a couple other portal additions, but it's no one surprising. I think it's KT Thompson and Ethan Mort, which, you know, uh, not to be harsh, but does not matter. Um, oh, Marlon Williams just quote tweeted Tommy with the facepalm emoji. So. Interesting. Do with that. I will say, like, I think that. Hmm, what should I say? I think that, like. <laughs> I've always been very anti like the old school college football BS that people wherever whenever a player leaves or they're like, you know, back in my day, it was for the love of the team and you put on that jersey to represent your university and, you know, all that crap. And I do think that this is a little frustrating from the perspective of like if he did leave purely just because he's annoyed he's not the start of this year, which we do not know if that's what happened or not. But if that is what happened, it's it is just kind of like you show your shoulders and you're like, really? Like, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't wait another year. I mean, it's quarterback is that's how it goes a lot of the time. And it's, you know, and he had and it'd be one thing if UCF was continually trying to bring in more guys to challenge him or it looked really tight. But it seemed like he was probably the guy for 2024. And I don't know. This feels like a weird move because it feels like he took himself out of a situation. And I'm skeptical that he's going to end up in an equal to or better situation elsewhere. But maybe it really just is about he wants to play. These guys are football football players. They want to play. And maybe he's more interested in doing that versus what level he's doing that at. Because I do think there are 
schools now where he could come in and play. I don't think those schools are P5 schools, but I do think there are a group of five programs that could use him right off the bat. And I think there are power five programs who are going to contact him and be like, do you want to be a running back or do you want to be a DB? So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. And the best part is we will see. We'll find out. We soon, will. Hopefully. We will find out. And well, I can't wait for uh, Ben Bryant to sign with. Uh, no, nope. <laughs> if he if, if Ben Bryant comes to UCF, I'm, I'm entering the transfer portal. It's happening. I don't know why he would leave. Cincinnati to be a backup somewhere else. I think the whole thing. No. And if you know, we're talking about Ben Bryant, who was Cincinnati's quarterback last year, entered the portal, um, which it sounded like was a thing Cincinnati did not want to happen. They also have Emory Jones, but I guess they were having a legit competition. Not very good. Who, Ben Bryant? Well, him, Emory Jones is very good either. <laughs> I feel like Ben Bryant is like how I feel about Ben Bryant is I think how stupid UCF fans felt about Mikey Keene. Like, does that make sense? Like, I feel like Ben yeah. Bryant just is like a slow, not very talented quarterback, but I don't think Emory Jones is very good either. But yeah, this is a weird situation for UCF to be in, but we'll see what happens. I, I portal stuff moves quick. So by the time we're recording on Monday, we could already know where Tommy's going or where UCF's going to replace him. But this is adding some intrigue. I definitely would rather it be Tommy than RJ Harvey. So at least none of the scary giant ones have happened yet. Did I just jinx the hell out of? Uh, <laughs> I worry that you did. Well, I, I, you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, I feel like that's all over social media, so I can say it. There have been rumors for a while now that Miami and for, uh, not, uh, yeah, former uh, running backs coach Tim Harris have been trying to court R.J. Harvey and get him to Miami. And Miami's NIL operation is kind of falling apart. Um, the What's his name? The guy who backs it all? John Ruiz and LifeWallet and all that. Yeah. That company's having issues. There's There was a report, Miami Herald today, that uh, Miami's starting quarterback is considering leaving because he's upset with his NIL situations. I don't know how much of a threat that is, but... I don't know, on the scale of catastrophe to, you know, you shrug your shoulders and move on, backup quarterback probably falls closer to shrug your shoulders and move on if you're UCF. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair, just especially for this year. For the future, it's a little bit more dire, but we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't know if it's dire, because the truth is, it's like we're talking about, yeah, there's not quarterbacks in this window, but there will be plenty of talented quarterbacks in the next window. Yeah, no, it Um, it just absolutely just changes how they how you're looking at next season. They're going to have to get a starting quarterback in the transfer portal after 2023 season. Yeah, but you know what? The kingdom has been doing a lot of good stuff and they've been putting, you know, legit money together. And I don't think it's and now that UCF is a P5 team, I don't think it's out of the question that they could wait until after next season, the regular season ends and go pluck some really good G5 quarterback. I think they'll be in those conversations now. And I think that you know, maybe they can get one who was actually a quarterback at their previous school this time, other than what they did the last time they went through this situation. Just an idea, throwing it out there. Maybe Henshaw will be more interested in that than Gus is. But so I don't think it's like catastrophic. It's just, we liked Tommy a lot and thought he had a lot of potential and it sucks that you sort of convince yourself this era is coming and then you realize, oh, it's it's not. That's the beauty of the portal era is nothing is set in stone ever under any circumstances for even one second. <laughs> and that's a great way to end it. That is a great place <laughs> to stop this conversation. Uh, be sure you're following us on Twitter at Bailey J Adams 22 at by CA Simmons and at night sports. Now, thank you guys so much for being with us on this emergency edition of the Pegasus podcast. And we will talk to you hopefully not too soon, but pretty soon. Bye Tommy. <laughs>